JD Talking Sports. First day of March. March 1st, 2017. Alright, you know. What year is it again? It's 2017, right? Now, Amari Stoudemire. Amari Stoudemire. Playing in Israel. He had a response to a hypothetical question about having a gay teammate. And I liked it. It's 2017. I'm going to shower across the street. I'm going to make sure my change of clothes are around the corner. I'm going to take a different route route to the gym. And he asked, asked if he was joking. He said, I mean, there's always a truth within a joke. And it was captured on video. Other Israeli league players said they wouldn't care if they had a gay teammate. Now he's averaging 13 points a game in Israel. They said the video was taken last month. It was released on Tuesday. Back in 2012, he was fined 50K for using a homophobic slur in response to a fan's tone on Twitter. All right, sorry about Isaac. No, too, too loud. And he said, he later apologized, saying, I'm a huge supporter of civil rights for all people. I'm disappointed in myself for my statement to a fan. I should have known better, and there's no excuse. I guess five years' time, he hasn't learned a lot. He's got kids, too. In this day and age, you know, really? I'm going to take my clothes across the street, you know. Dude, you know what? I'm I'm embarrassed when I when I when I read shit like that, I'm embarrassed for people that are like that. You know, get a grip, get a life and grow with the times. Everybody can get married now. Everybody. Everybody's entitled to the same things, they can get married, they get divorced, all that all that stuff. Can't say stuff like that anymore. It just, it sounds ignorant, immature, and despicable, disgusting. Yeah, I read that. I was like, you know, you're a dipshit. You really are. Hey, but the Knicks. Knicks won 101 to 90 over Orlando. Two or three they've won. If they go 16 and 5 the rest of the way, they will finish 500. And Derrick Rose has never finished below 500 in his career. It looks like this is the year. Now they're 25 and 36. Orlando fell at 22 and 39. They actually held Orlando to 39 points in the second half. The Knicks are four and a half out of eighth right now with 21 left to play. Porzingis had 20 points, nine rebounds. D Rose at 19. Carmelo at 17. Justin Holiday at 14 off the bench. Evan Fournier had 22 to lead the Magic. Hey. Anything's possible. There was a play they showed on, I got on my phone, where Porzingis was wide open and D. Rose was driving and then passed out to the wing. I think he passed it out to Courtney Lee and he had a, said he had an exasperated look on him. He didn't look that exasperated. He had a good game. He looked happy at the end of the game. Aaron Gomez wasn't playing. I'm not sure what happened. I think he might be injured. Hey, they play Friday. They play Philadelphia, who Joel Embiid is now shut down for the season. He had some... Problems in his meniscus, in his knee. Nick's going a little run. Anything's possible, right? Hey. And Porzingis approves of the triangle for the rest of the year. He says, only works if everybody believes in it. I agree. And then I was going to talk about D. Rose. Basically, they would have had to waive him today for him to be eligible to be on a playoff roster for another club. He's with the Knicks the rest of the way. Actually entered the season, he called the Knicks a super team. They're not really a super team, but hey, you have to be confident. And he can sign a contract extension before July 1st. I say, let him go. 
Let him go. Let him go. KD, hey. Ends up he has a grade 2 MCL sprain and bone bruise reevaluated in four weeks. Now, the season ends actually in six on April 12th. Said he's going to come back by the end of the regular season. Over 25 a game, over eight rebounds. They signed Matt Barnes. They're 15 and 10. They're four games up on the Spurs for best record. Everybody's going to have to step up. I, I don't think it's really going to hurt Golden State, to be honest with you. And he had his streak of 562 games with at least 10 points ended because he went out with 11.03 left in the first. How about that? How times have changed. Right now, I was watching the Cavs and the Celtics. Isaiah Thomas, man. Damn good player. Damn good player. And Kyrie Irving. He is awesome to watch. They also have Derek Williams, 25 years old. He's on a second 10-day contract. Average go 10 a game. And his offensive rating is, 130, is, is 131 points per 100 possessions. It's pretty awesome, right? It sucks about Joel Embiid. He was having a good year. And Jimmer Fredette <laughs> playing over in China with, with Mr. Marbury. He started to engage teams on a March return after averaging over 37 in China. You know, he can score. And if you want to score, he's the guy. Doesn't play a lot of D. Not that lateral movement, not that quick. But goddamn, he can score. You want a guy that's going to put a lot, put up a lot of points? He is the guy. And this is kind of sad. FDU's done. Season over 11-20 and 20 after tonight's loss. 72-70. Tight one at Wagner. Quarterfinals of the NEC tournament. Michael Carey led Wagner with 32 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists. Stefan Jiggets led the Knights with 22. Darren Anderson had 19. Earl Potts Jr., who had a great... He was the MVP last year of the tournament. Had 16. Mike Holloway, 11 points, 8 rebounds. And then Darnell Edge, 32 minutes, no points. Yeah, and the bench didn't do diddly. I mean, basically, yeah, look at it. 41, 57, 68, and they got two points off the bench. 68 points from four players. And you need some points from Darnell Edge. They did. They lost by two. They would have. Season is over, man. End of the year on a six-game losing streak. Ish. I thought they were going to make a run. Did not happen. Now, Zach Wheeler for the Mets. Little baseball scheduled to make a spring debut next Friday for the Mets. And I found this interesting. I found this from Buster Only about David Price. David Price has a specific way of pitching where he reduces his extraneous movements to improve his command. Now he's going to have to clarify it with his intent with the umpires. Rice has been asked to do that by Major League Baseball whenever there's a runner at third base. He was first informed about the umpire's concern in spring training last year. A memo about his delivery and that of the Colorado Rockies' Chris Rusin were drawn up at the time. And then more pitchers were mimicking Price's delivery. The memo became a rule. And some have copied his minimalist delivery in recent seasons. But they're all going to have to clarify their intent for umpires. All right. Now, Price not being asked to alter his mechanics. But the umpire's concerns about him being properly able to identify whether he's working from a full lineup or a set position, even to declare one way or the other. 
and there are different rules in place for pitchers according to whether they are working from a full windup or from a set position. Now, this is the rule. Listen to this. If a pitcher takes the rubber and his back foot is parallel to the mound and his other foot is in front, it is assumed he is in the set position and he will stop. This does not matter with no runners on or runners on first and second. But when there's a runner on third, pitchers need to inform the umpires if they are going to stand that way and stop, i.e. pitch out of the full windup. All right. You know, after reading all that, I didn't really care. But it was interesting because it's just the little things they talked. That was actually an article in the Times today about how speeding up the game and everything. And someone said go seven innings. I don't know. I mean, I was watching minor uh, spring training today. Nine, nine innings they were playing in minor league baseball. Well, at least they call it if it's tied. They don't, the football, they do that if they go in overtime. I don't know. I just feel like they, I definitely think they could speed up the pitchers and speed up the guys in the batter's box. If you, Jeter took forever, forever in the batter's box, forever. I don't know. And now I have a lot of football to talk about. Well, some football. Giants will take a look at Adrian Peterson. Also, he's intrigued by the Raiders. Yeah, okay. You know, all they have is Paul Perkins right now. Really, that's all they have. They could use somebody. And Revis for the Jets will clear up 9.3 from the cap. Now, Revis, per Brian Costello, he, this is what's interesting. said he practiced all out like it was, you know, like game situations. Didn't even like giving up a reception through walk through, through the walkthroughs. Once got into an altercation with Patrick Turner because he wasn't doing, getting prepared to play Brandon Marshall. And then when Brandon Marshall came, their practices were like main events. But Costello did say that this year he lost his edge and attitude. And if he wants to keep playing like he says he does, he's going to have to get it back. Now, some of the guys they said the Jets could go after with a sixth pick. Marshawn Lattimore, who missed his first two seasons, a lot of injuries. But last year, 14 pass defenses, four INTs. And safety, Jamal Adams from LSU. I've heard a lot about him. Move all over the field, outstanding instincts, can play the run, good ball skills. I've heard nothing but good things about him. And I don't know, Bill Polian, this was interesting. He thinks, what is it the franchise's eyes on a strong QB class in 2018? You got Darnold, you got Rosen from, Darnold from USC, Rosen from UCLA. He's wondering if they aren't intent on, you know, basically playing for 2018. How are they going to do that? And also, they they might be in the in line with the Bears. The Bears and Jets are in line. They might go after Bucks free agent quarterback Mike Lennon. You know what, I... I <laughs> I don't know. You know, he hasn't played that much. It's a pretty good completion percentage, but it's a crapshoot. You know, hey, maybe he'll come here and he'll be good. I don't know. I don't. You know, it, it. You got the combine starting and all that stuff, and anything's possible, right? Anything's possible. And Vince Young actually might sign with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Peter King brought up a good point. Never good accuracy with the bigger field. If he can't be accurate there, then he's screwed. I kind of agree with that. And also, NFL looking to revisit celebration rules. The No Fun League may be changing. What will what will what will OBJ be doing in that in that percent in that in that, if that happens? Thirty celebration penalties called in over forty thousand plays last year. Thirty too many, in my opinion. And Jimmy Garoppolo is not going anywhere. They said Patriots are supposedly going to keep him. That means AJ McCarron, Mike Lennon, Tyrod Taylor if he doesn't get signed by the Bills. And Tony Romo, that is your top four. And the salary cap is going up to $167 million, up 7.5% from last year when it was $155.3 million. 
more money to spend. And hey, you know what? Let's throw another let's throw another hat into the ring. Johnny Manziel drawing real interest from teams at the combine. He rehired the agent who fired him last year per NFL.com. Wow, that's all I gotta say on that front. I'm kind of, hey, listen. A lot of teams have to need a quarterback. A lot of teams. I guess we'll see. And I thought this was interesting. You know how baseball the Cubs used a lot of Guys get played in multiple positions. Well, the thing about running backs now, it's not like a guy like Adrian Peterson who just carries the rock. You want a guy who's multidimensional. And there's a couple of guys, free agents free this year, who could be a good addition to your team. Andre Ellington from Arizona. Danny Woodhead, who I love from San Diego. Rex Burkhead, another guy. I, I love the Bengals. Love how he plays. Saints, Travaris Cadet, and Dallas's Lance Dunbar. They can play... All capable receivers out of the backfield. They can play the slot out wide. You need to diversify. You need to diversify. And how about this? Ex-Dolphin, ex-Giant, Will Allen, defensive back when he played, sentenced to six years of prison for involvement in a 35 million Ponzi scheme. I would think now these day and age, after what happened, that you would be, everybody would be hyper aware of this stuff. I was wrong. Very wrong. And wide receiver Josh Gordon for the Browns applying for reinstatement today. Hasn't played since 2014. He is a beast. I would love him to play. And Jamal Charles has more yards per carry than Jim Brown in career. Now, he has a couple thousand yards less rushing than all those guys. But still, more than more yards per carry for a career than Jim Brown, Barry Sanders, Gail Sayers, Adrian Peterson. I'm just saying. I would love to pick him up. Giants, I think, should pick him up because he can do everything. Catch the ball out of the backfield, everything. I think he's a guy you go after. And remember, Jalen Smith got hurt in the Fiesta Bowl, missed all last year with the Cowboys. Expected to play with a brace due to a drop foot. They said the nerve not firing. They were waiting for the knee to fire. It's not going to happen, so they're going to let him play with it anyway. But imagine that. I wonder what kind of player he's going to be because he would have been unbelievable without the leg problems. Hey, I'm wishing, I'm hoping for the best for him. I really am. And Colin Kaepernick is opting out and will become a free agent for the Niners. They also need a quarterback. Hey, Johnny Manziel could be going to play for freaking the Niners. You never know. And Pats and Brady supposedly talking a contract extension past 2019 so they can lower his salary cap number because it's going to end up that Garoppolo is going to want starter money and they're going to have two quarterbacks. And Brady always helps them out. And Chris Long said, not coming back to the Pats. He put on Instagram, I'll always remember y'all. Good for you. Okay. He's gone. Edge rusher. Jets? Maybe. I don't know. No, he's not really an edge rusher. Just does the dirty work. And Cousins, listen to this, takes up 14.23% of the Redskins cap. Brady, a little over 8%. How about that? 8% of his cap. And they said contract talks with Cousins are spiraling out of control. He's going to get two years. He's going to make $44 million in two years playing quarterback, and then he's up for a new contract next year. Anything's possible, right? I mean, yeah. Hey, only in America. And Steelers signed 38-year-old James Harrison to a two-year $3.5 million deal. You should watch that. That guy is a workout monster. Adam Schefter, thank you so much for the info. And I love this. NHL informed teams that the Vegas Golden Knights have official standing and are open for business. They can do they can do uh, transactions. How about that? The Vegas Golden Knights. I just don't like that name at all. Does not flow off the tongue at all. 
And Evander Holyfield is getting into the fight promoter business. Real deal championship title boxing. Say that five times fast. That's a lot to get out of the, off the tongue. First card planned for Atlantic City later this year. Hey, and Dana White made it official. GSP will fight UFC middleweight champ Michael Bisping in second half of 2017. He announced it on SportsCenter today. He said the McGregor-GSP fight not even close. It was uh, rumors. And they were saying that GSP got it because entertainment trumps the sport. That's what they, He's not even the number one contender at 185. But hey, he's going to sell a lot of tickets. Nor was Dan Henderson, who Bisping beat in his last fight. GSP is 25-2. Bisping, 38, is 30-7. And, and I like what, he, you know, uh, Tyron Woodley was complaining that he's the worst-treated champ in UFC history. Dana White threw it right in his face. He goes, you fought to a draw in your last fight against Stephen Thompson. Finish it. Shut the fuck up, win the fight, and maybe you'll just not complain. But you can't get draws. Yeah, you can't draw. And you know what? It's good. Sometimes you need to get, you need to get, you need to get thrown, thrown in place, thrown in place. You do. Now golf. How about this? They're making rules changes for the first time since 1744. The rules have been reduced now from 34 to 24. They won't take effect until... They wouldn't be finalized in 2018, become effective in 2019. Players will no longer be assessed a one-shot penalty if their golf ball accidentally moves, if their club touches the ground while in a hazard, or even if a putt strikes a flagstick that is not being tended, which all these... That's so stupid. One of the proposed rules would penalize caddies who stand behind their players until right before their shot to help them with alignment. This is done more in the LPGA, but they said if the modern rules are adopted, the caddies would have to move as soon as the players take their stances. And, you know, aligning yourself is just fundamental to playing the game. It's not the caddies. It's not the caddies can no longer help the player, but when a player goes to set up the ball, that challenge is the players. I think so. I agree. Hey, should have got off the pot, right? Another significant proposal was how to drop. The goal was to get the ball back and play quickly. Now, now, now the new rules, they're only going to have to hold the ball above the ground without it touching anything. The recommendation is at least one inch above the ground or grass. Before you're going to stand upright, hold the ball shoulder height and arm's length from their bodies. And also, another thing, instead of only being allowed to repair pitch marks or old hole plugs on the greens, players can now fix just about anything, including spikes mark and heel prints. Well, yeah, also, if you damage your your club in anger, you can still use it now. And players who touch the line of their putts on the putting green, on, on the line of their putt, who touch the line of their putts or the putting green and pointing at a target, face a two shot penalty. The modern rule has no penalty provided they are not improving the condition of the putt. That makes sense. A lot of it, a lot of the rules were geared toward improving the pace of play like encouraging players to hit their shot when ready. Players would only have three minutes to search for a lost ball instead of five minutes. You know, it, it sounds like common sense stuff. That, that's me. It does. Yeah. We shall see, right? Exciting times. Knicks win. FDU loses. George St. Pierre coming back in the ring. Adrian Peterson, where are you going to end up? Danny Woodhead, where are you going to end up? I'd love to see the Jets and Giants. You know, Danny Woodhead would not be a bad guy for the Giants to get. I like the way he plays, man. Plays hard. 
I think they would love him. You know what? That's a good pickup. I like that. All right. Trivia question from last night's show. Which major league team holds the record for most consecutive division titles without appearing in a World Series? Most consecutive division titles without appearing in a World Series. Braves, 2000 to 2005, six. Braves, hey, Braves went on that huge run to, what was it, 15 years in a row? They won one championship. One championship. Okay. What National League team currently holds the longest playoff drought? Tonight's question. What National League team currently holds the longest playoff drought? All right? Folks, I'm out of here. Good night. Talk to you soon. Peace out.